Hey, hi, hello, it's Sam again, back with episode two. For you. For me, it's episode three, because I did um, record another episode two, but um, unfortunately, I drank a bottle of wine and some whiskeys and also a beer or two before recording it. So it is um, basically untenable. But so that's never going to see the light of day is what I'm getting at. But welcome back to the show. Hey, yeah, it's Sam. We're back. Did the thing. Episode two. Kind of. It's episode two redo. That's how we're doing it. Because nobody needs a literal three and a half hours of listening to like me drunkenly try to remember two recipes that I had literally written down in front of me. So, yeah, that's never going to see the light of day. Ever. Unless someone wants to pay me an obscene amount of money, but I don't think we're like at that level of trust yet. So that's just that's going to stay in a vault. Because I don't know that I can even go through and take out the, like, long stretches of drunken silence while I try to fucking remember what I'm doing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am one whole-ass entire idiot. And sometimes I make really poor decisions, like getting incredibly day drunk and talking about, you know, other cocktails Yeah, one of them was like a cocktail recipe that I was talking about. And then after that, it was trying to remember the recipe for the thing I made literally the day before I recorded that. That's how shit wrecked I was. Three and a half fucking hours. Good God. Good God. Anyway, it's not what we're doing now. Am I still drinking? Yes, I am. Because, you know, who doesn't like having the words functional alcoholic on their resume? I mean, I don't, but it's it's there and we're just, we're going with it. Just not as drunk. I can probably stay, for the most part, on topic this time. Because I'm also not bouncing around between, you know, 30 subjects like I was in episode one. I was way more sober in episode one, too. So that just goes to show maybe just a little alcohol. You know, this is a bad line of thought. Is the thing. <laughs> this is how, like, like full-blown alcoholism starts. When you start justifying how helpful alcohol actually is. Because it isn't. It isn't. We can all agree, right? Alcohol's good and fun, but it's not good for you. So. <laughs> glad we could agree on that. God damn it. Let me send a text here. I'm just gonna sing into the microphone. What was I saying before I got distracted by sending a text to my mother? Oh, right, we're back. And I'm a functioning alcoholic? I think was the gist. Whatever. It works and it's true. We're back. Episode two. Because we're just forgetting about the other one. We're here today to talk about one subject instead of 
like a brief overview of a lot of subjects that are going to be covered later, probably. That's where we're at. Maybe I can tell. Maybe I can stay on subject this time. We'll see. Can I enunciate? Fucking no, I can't. Clearly. Today's subject that we're talking about is something near and dear to my heart um, because it's also the right time of year. We're talking about jam, which is a thing I learned and dove headfirst into in basically the same way I did for um, doing a podcast, which is to say I was feeling very sad for a very long time. And then you get like those little creepy feelings in there coming in, telling you that you'll never amount to anything and you'll never accomplish anything. And so you just get this overwhelming need to do something and have something to show for, you know, it to just produce a thing physically. Yeah, because this podcast isn't physical, um, but jam is, thankfully, because that shit tastes good. And you can put it on anything. You can genuinely put it on anything. So like I said, I got sad, and then I got stressed, and I learned how to make jam. Specifically, small batch jams, um, because I don't know how to can for shit, because I have no patience what the fuck soever at all and also you may have noticed no fucking attention span so one day i was like what if i made jam is essentially how it all happened and then i texted my friends like what if we had like a jam and cheese and wine party and they were all like fuck yeah and i was like just concentrate on like the cheese and wine I got jam covered and then spent a week making 10 different um like small batch jams <laughs> as many combinations as I could think of and we had a party and it was great and it felt very good and it really it really helped me emotionally <laughs> if we want to get you know real for a second here is I'm one, a provider at heart. I just like giving things to people. And even better if the thing I am giving and providing is a thing I have made. Which is why people tend to get a lot of, um, like, knit and crocheted stuff from me at Christmas. <laughs> That's a thing that happens so often. But also, just suffer, like, I suffer from, um deep and profound feelings of inadequacy and like people clearly wouldn't want me around if I weren't uh, providing something so even though I know that's wrong like in my head like I have that information it doesn't really uh, sink in when I'm feeling emotionally vulnerable so getting to provide a whole bunch of stuff that my friends enjoyed and I think helped one of them uh, get laid good for him. I mean, at least someone's getting it, you know? It just, it felt good. So anyway, now that we've um made that breakthrough, we're just going to talk about jam and we're not going to talk about emotions anymore today because I might not be as drunk as I was for the actual episode two the, or the original episode two. Episode two, part one. I don't know what we're calling it. 
It's just the invisible episode two, not current episode two. I have been drinking. So, might get weird. Might get weird. Probably get weird. I'm involved. It's gonna get weird. And I mean, you know, that's fun. Making it weird is really fun, y'all. Especially when you're doing it on purpose. Because when you're a really awkward human and you're just making it weird on purpose, it just cuts down on a lot of, like, (laughs) bad feelings when you're just doing it on accident. Like, when you can't stop yourself, it feels bad. But when you're doing it on purpose, even if it's something you would have done without doing it on purpose, like, you're getting the exact same result without any intent or just, like, with a difference of intent behind it. Yeah. Being intentionally weird is very fun. And um, it hurts less emotionally. Anyway, done talking about emotions now. Over and done. We're out. Sorry to clap right in front of the microphone. But I did it. Can't go back. I mean, I can. Not gonna. So anyway, (laughs) as I said, I made um, 10 kinds of jam over an incredibly short period of time. Like, so much jam. It was too much, is the thing. However, it all tasted pretty good. I ate very well for a while. Also, just throw jam on a turkey sammy. Oh, fuck, yes. Also, that's kind of like my comfort food comfort food. Like, my ultimate comfort food is just toast with jam. Yeah, like, it's like levels of just like a good bowl of cereal levels of deep comfort for me. But anyway, I made a bunch of shit, (laughs) is what I'm getting at. I made, and provided, uh, I didn't, I wrote down a list just so I could remember stuff, um, but we all know how well that worked out last time. But I was planning on writing down, (laughs) like, how many jars of each it made, just to uh, reiterate how fucking extra I can tend to be, Um, and then I forgot. Because I also forgot how many did. Because this whole event was like two years ago and it's just been jam, jam ever since. As far as the eye could see. But I made like bourbon and fig butter jam stuff. I think technically it was butter because it was very smooth minus, you know, fig seeds. But even then, not not particularly chunky. But it was really good. Bourbon and fig is a good mix. It smells really good. Another thing you're going to learn, I have very strong feelings about perfume. And listen, this isn't an ad for BPAL, but it could be. But it isn't. They just make the best perfume that doesn't immediately make me ill. It's great. Bourbon and fig. Smells good. Tastes good. Fuck yeah. On the other, uh, sort of continued on with the butters. Uh, sage butter. Or, like, sage and pear butter. There we go. Sage and pear butter. Really fucking good mix. That one's really good. I just kind of make that one for fun a lot of times just to have around. Um, Because it tastes very good on fucking everything. Especially if you don't add, like, a super amount of sugar. It can stay pretty, like, tart. Lovely. Lovely. Very good. I put that on turkey. Well, listen, I put everything on a turkey sandwich. Everything goes with turkey. Controversial opinion. Turkey is the best meat because you can put fucking anything on it. 
Put that shit in chili. Like, it's great. Chicken has a weird taste. Turkey just doesn't taste. It is just, you know, it's just meat. And you put other things on it, and it tastes like the other things, not turkey. It's great. Controversial opinion, though, I guess. Whatever. I also did a uh, curry and pumpkin butter, which was really good. Like, okay, here's the thing about pumpkin butter. If you're ever going to make it, for the love of God, if there is one, if there is such a thing, there isn't. Once again, controversial opinion. But please, 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 for my peace of mind, don't use canned pumpkin because it's not fucking pumpkin. Is it all squash? Yes. It's mostly winter squash, which is why it tastes a heck of a lot like butternut squash and acorn squash. It's not straight up pumpkin. Listen, all winter squash or like all pumpkins are winter squash. That's established. Not all winter squash is a pumpkin. It's lying to you. It's not canned pumpkin. I mean, there's canned pumpkin in it. Is it 100% canned pumpkin? Fucking no, it's not. Fucking no, it's not. Just get a pumpkin from your whatever store or if you've got like a farmer's market around wintertime, get a fucking pumpkin from there and roast the shit out of that motherfucker. That's what you want to use because it will taste so good. Especially like a buckskin pumpkin. Get a buckskin pumpkin. It's one of the pumpkins that looks flesh colored. That's why it's called a buckskin. Really good, really smooth, not super fibery. My opinion, best fucking pumpkin. There's also one, I don't remember what it's called. It's got like a big old honking stem on it. And it's kind of bluish. And has like really deep ridges. I don't remember what it's called. That one's also very fucking good. If you can find one of those. Especially if you got like a produce farm near you. Definitely go check that out in the fall. Really fucking good pumpkin. Don't remember what it's called. Really fucking good though. And I think. I think. The thing about butters is where. <laughs> the main difference between a butter and a jam. When you're talking about fruit. Spreadable thing i think butter it seems like tends to have one less added sugar two you're just cooking it down like th by three percent like three times like you want this so 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 thick and cooked down <laughs> i'm having a bad time shit ing fuck I'm having a hard time describing this to you, but I know what I mean, which is what's important here. Man, if I could talk like that all the time instead of, um, you know, fucking up my words, whew, I would get along so much better in professional life. Anyway, you're cooking it down <laughs> until it's like a fourth of whatever you put into it is essentially it. You want it cooked down really fucking far. And usually when all the color's gone out of it, it's not even just like, it doesn't look like jam or jelly. It just looks like a thick spreadable, like peanut butter thickness is what you want. Anyway, that's the way I understand it. Once again, much like doing this podcast, I did little to no research before doing this. I just got a bunch of fruit and some herbs and shit 
dumped them in pans and cooked them down and put them in jars. And then we put them on crackers and stuff. And it was deeply fucking satisfying. Whatever. It was great, is what I'm saying. It was great. Other things I made. Blueberry basil jam, which was really fucking good. That one was really good. Uh, rosemary rhubarb was another really, really good one. And it's those that those are combinations I really fucking love. <laughs> and I think it's kind of because uh, both blueberries and rhubarb are kind of um, are very tart and very bitter. And rosemary and basil are both very sweet and sometimes kind of medicinally tasting. So it kind of cuts through that bitterness and that also kind of like cancels out that medicinal taste so you're just getting the tart and the sweet together really fucking lovely basil's good in everything and that blueberry basil one if you like add a little liquid to it like once it's already canned and stuff add a little liquid throw that on some fucking ice cream with like some almonds and like white chocolate fuck yeah that is a sunday damn really good mix really good mix so good also i'm just a slut for rhubarb i fucking love rhubarb man fuck yeah there's also uh blackberry tarragon's another really good one blackberry is also very tart not as bitter they're very sweet um and tarragon is overwhelmingly licorice so it was one that was like this is gonna be weird turns out it's so good and throw in like some citrus on that but go with orange orange and tarragon's very good blackberry and orange very good to also throw it all together fuck yeah i don't remember the type of orange just to like be really specific i think it's the variety that starts with an m so it's a very 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 sharp tart orange taste very good Ugh. Blackberry is one you have to watch out for, though, when you're cooking it. Kind of like blueberries. It's really easy to cook it down way too much to the point where you can't spread it once it cools. Gotta watch out for that. Like, don't let it caramelize on your pan. You really don't want that. It just becomes unspreadable, which is very sad. You want to be able to spread that bitch. It's so good. Strawberry and thyme is another of those really good ones. Thyme is good with Basically everything is the thing. Time's the best herb, in my humble opinion. Makes everything better. And it's pretty good with, like, most spices, most fruits, most proteins. Like, it's just really good. Like, one of my favorite things is uh, make, like, a gravy out of, like, port, thyme, mustard... And like a little quince or like some kind of fruit, like a pear, like something sweet like that. Really fucking good. Glaze. Fucking anything. Like people will tell you pork, but you know, most of us are pretty um, okay with not eating pork. Because you know, the uh, pork industry is really fucking terrible. But we don't need to talk about that now. Just, you know, do some research. It's fine. Google that shit. But it tastes really good. The the glaze stuff, I mean, not pork. I can take or leave that. 
What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Strawberry and thyme. Thyme is one that's a fairly spicy, especially when you get like your spicy orange thyme. Or no, it's spicy orange oregano. That's right. But there is a spicy thyme. Whatever. Thyme can be very spicy. It's not a super sweet one. It's a very earthy like herb. Um, and strawberries are naturally very sweet. They like can be very tart, but they're not super bitter. So throw something spicy in that bitch. Oh, that's why you put like jalapenos in it. That's pretty good, apparently. I don't like jalapenos, though. I like spicy shit. I like peppers. Do I like jalapenos? Nope. Unless they're pickled. I make a mean pickled jalapeno. Just throwing that out there. Down the line, I'll do an episode about pickles because I've gotten bored and pickled a lot of shit. A lot of shit. And there's a lot of things I want to pickle. But listen, I don't make that much money. (laughs) So we haven't learned how to pickle those. But one day, one day, I'll marry someone rich. (laughs) That's a lie. That's a lie. I also did a cranberry raspberry, back to, you know, peppers and jam, cranberry raspberry and serrano pepper, and then also dumped in a shit ton of black pepper because everything's better with black pepper. It's kind of like time fucking goes with everything. It truly does. Man, like, (sighs) flounder pizza. Just crust that flounder, bitch, slice, piece, fillet, what the fuck ever. I don't know terms right now. Crust that bitch in really, like, coarse ground black pepper and caraway. Ugh. Fucking throw some horseradish on that motherfucker. Ugh. Oh, that's right. This, this is about jam, not pizza. That's right. Anyway, now that we're getting down into the mildly savory end of the spectrum, it's really good. <laughs> and that one was even more of a relish and not so much a jam. It was very crunchy. Like, still had big old honks of whole cranberries. Which, if you can get a bag of frozen cranberries in there, if you're in the part of the country that can't get fresh cranberries, do that. It works perfect. Don't, like, super cook it down really far. You don't really want to jam. Like, you want whole honking pieces of your pepper. And just whole pepper and whole cranberry is what you're going for. And then just let the actual raspberry jam up. Because that shit won't stay together if you blow on it with a particularly warm breath. Tastes really good. But just flimsy as all hell, essentially. Um, Did a balsamic tomato jam cherry tomatoes and at that time of the year at that particular year i had a um very specific kind of tomato plant growing i think they're called cherry bomb tomatoes that's what i remember them being called i haven't been able to actually specifically find those again but they are itty bitty itty bitty 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 tiny cherry tomatoes that grow like motherfuckers They grow like motherfuckers. Like, gotta go out there like every day and get those off the plant. They are so good. They are legitimately the best tasting tomato in existence. Get a whole bunch of those. Some sugar. Get your balsamic vinegar. Like, just a little bit. You don't want a whole lot in there at the end. 
while it's like thick so you can taste it really well and just mildly thick is what you're wanting to you want them collapsed you want still mostly whole tomatoes but not like straight up jam you're kind of going for another relish just softer this time it's more like i don't know how to describe it <laughs> i've gotten to the point where i don't eat um jams from other people or uh companies i just eat what i make i am that person now and i've embraced it it just means i can't really give you a um real world reference <laughs> but once ever really fucking good and last but not least my one of my favorites onion jam well i technically i guess it was onion marmalade whatever so good so good so fucking good like i have put that shit on pizza like, instead of sauce, throw that on pizza with some fresh tomatoes and throw your cheese on it. And also some mushrooms, because all pizza should have both onions and mushrooms, as far as I'm concerned. Mmm. Oh, so good. Really good with shallots. And don't forget to throw in a whole bunch of garlic, because garlic, and a whole bunch of coarse ground black pepper. You want that bitch on there. So good. I love black pepper, y'all. It's really good. Pink peppercorn. Fuck yeah, tastes nice. Still not the most superior. Because it doesn't go with everything. It just goes with most things. Does it go with white chocolate? Hell yeah, it goes with white chocolate. Man, I'm going to have to do an episode about cocoa too. Because I get real fucking fancy with my cocoa. This is just going to turn into a food podcast. A food podcast with, like, mild breaks for wrestling, probably, is what this just eventually will be. Anyway, those are things I made, <laughs> and they're really good. But that was just, like, one night. I have made a bunch since, and just a lot of them are rehashes of things I've made then at that, but it's just nice. It's nice when you feel like shit. Like, you're never going to do anything and you're just going to be stuck in your whatever job for the rest of your life with no advancement whatsoever. <clears throat> Hypothetically. To just make a thing and have it be good. And food's good for you. We all need to eat. So just to have a thing that is, one, very good and also accomplishes what it's supposed to accomplish... It's just, it's nice and comforting. It's a good feeling. I said we weren't going to talk about emotions, but, you know, here we are. Let's just roll with it, you know? One I like making a lot, especially over the summer. Um, I fucking love plums. Alright? I love plums. I love plums, okay? It's probably genuinely my favorite fruit, because um, you can just get so many varieties of them. They're really good. And I love them. And if you're really into sangrias, do a stone fruit sangria with like plums, nectarines, peaches, things like that. Plums and apricots would probably be pretty good. 
The problem with apricots is um, I don't like eating them. They have a very good flavor, but they have those stringy bits, which are the worst. The worst. The stringy bits is like biting into that is the equivalent of like when you're really young, you know, and your parents are getting you to eat the uh, canned peas for dinner. And then you just keep shoveling them in your mouth and you keep chewing them without swallowing them. And then you just get down to that mush at the end. But the membranes around the peas and the stuff in the peas are two entirely separate beings and you can't grind the membranes down enough. Yeah, so you just have that mush, but then you have like the full skin of the peas in there that you can't get to mush. That's the textural equivalent, like not the texture. It doesn't have the same texture, clearly, but um, just the horrible, horrible sensation is exactly the fucking same. I will say apricots taste better than canned peas, so they win, but strings, not good. Probably pretty good with wine, though. Like, listen, if you want a good stone fruit sangria, you want, like, like a pretty tart, sweet white or um, a pink catava. That is a good fucking mix right there. A really tart wine. Like, you don't want so much... Like, you really want it fairly sweet, but you definitely want it tart and kind of sour. You know? Like, that's what you're going for. Throw it in there with some really sweet, like, stone fruit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Once again, this is an episode about jam. Another thing I've really, um... It's a combination that has wound its way just into my heart and soul anyway. Um, mint, kiwi, and watermelon jam is a thing that I thought would be terrible, but somebody made it once, and I really want to learn how to make it again. <laughs> I think it was a freezer jam is the thing, so I don't remember how to do all that. But holy shit. Holy shit. Real fucking good, y'all. Mint? It's kind of like basil and rosemary in that it's very, very sweet, but also very kind of medicinally. It can be like very overpoweringly medicinal. But you're throwing that in there with watermelon, which is very, very sweet. It just doesn't really have a flavor. It tastes like sweet. And kiwi, which is very sharp. And it's just, it fucking works. It fucking works. Also, rosemary is really good with watermelon. I bet it'd be pretty good with the kiwi. Especially rosemary and mint and watermelon and kiwi. Probably pretty fucking good. So I have to learn how to remake that one. Another thing, I haven't made it yet. But I'm planning on it. As we come up on Halloween, means we're having like an office potluck. And I'm just not of the emotional state where I want to like bake things so we're just gonna experiment with jam this year and throw it on some cream cheese and call it good but I'm thinking like like peach and habanero jam like I think that'd be pretty good so we're trying that this year I don't have like a working knowledge of whether or not that's actually good yet probably will tomorrow or so but it'd probably be pretty good, I guess. So we're doing that. I'm going to experiment with that. I don't do a lot of cooking with peaches. Unless it's in, like, cobbler. And cobbler's the best. Listen, pie's good. Cobbler's better. 
You know why? Because um, cobbler is just like pie casserole. It combines pie, which is really good, and casserole, which is the most superior food group. Pie casserole. It's fucking great. Hey, it's time to take a break from listening to me to listen to me. We're back with a bit that's apparently just going to stay in the show. Sam's self-care tips. Sam's self-care tip of today, drink some water. Especially if you're drinking alcohol, please, for the love of God, drink some water. You're probably at least mildly dehydrated, even if you're not drinking. Unless you're actively drinking too much water to begin with, You're probably mildly dehydrated. Drink some water. You'll fucking feel better, please. Please, but especially if you're drinking. Just, like, one big glass of water for every two drinks you have. Please think of the lack of hangover and how nice it'll be. You'll have to pee a lot. You'll have to pee a lot. But you'll fucking feel better. Just trust me on it. Trust me. You'll feel better. Water's good for you. It's not the enemy. Drink some fucking water. This has been Sam's self-care tip. And she got really aggressive there at the end, but she needs some water also. So one of those other things I like doing is um, planning out future projects. Or just planning things in general. I like being a step ahead when I'm in the emotional state to be a step ahead, you know? The same part of my brain that likes, like, fan casting movies, likes coming up with recipes that she doesn't have the things to um, actually try it with. (laughs) Same goes for jam. And cupcakes. Cupcake combinations? Listen, you don't know how much Cupcake Wars I've fucking watched. I'm so glad I don't have the food channel. Or, like, the food... I don't think I have the food network anymore. I just got slang to watch wrestling. Because, once again, this will eventually just fucking turn into a wrestling podcast. But I don't know if... Does it have the food network? I've gotten really distracted because I didn't realize there was actually that much wrestling on TV. Like, I knew there was Ring of Honor... And now I've got, like, Women of Wrestling, which is really great. I just have to say right now, there's a lot of dudes on Women of Wrestling. Like, all the wrestlers are women. Literally everyone else is dudes. And that's kind of... Why? It's Women of Wrestling. Why is the ring announcer a dude? Why are the commentators a dude? Why are the referees dudes? Like, there's too many beans at this barbecue. Just more women, please. AEW, if you're listening, you're not. But if you are, more women's matches. For the love of God. For the love of God. If there is one, there isn't. For the love of jam, please. Women are great. (sighs) Whatever. Speculating about jam. (laughs) Possible combinations. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, another, uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. Deep breaths. You get to that point where your brain works way too fast and your mouth doesn't catch up and then it just turns to, like, gibberish and garbage and you say the wrong thing. Keeps happening because I'm just really excited about jam. And herb I didn't experiment a lot with 
uh, was oregano, which is right up there with thyme and being one, very good, two, very versatile, three, pretty spicy and earthy. It's not overly sweet. It's not super medicinal. It's just really spicy and really good, especially when you get like, as I mentioned before, when I got confused about what plant I was talking about, um, spicy orange oregano, really good. So I would think, like, strawberry oregano would be a very good combination that I'd like to eventually try uh, when I remember that it exists. But I, I mean, as I said, I get really distracted by time. <laughs> I've run out of time, but that wasn't funny. Oregano is also oregano is also really good with orange and lemon. It's really good with citrusy kind of things. So I bet it would be pretty good to do like a lemon or an orange marmalade with um, oregano in there. Probably be pretty fucking good. I'd like to try that. I'd also like to try blackberry because it's one of those that's very very tart but also pretty sweet. Fruits. It's not um, super bitter like blueberries or like um, rhubarb or anything like that. I bet that'd be really good uh, with oregano also. Like, blackberry is pretty good with licorice like, really, really, really sweet kind of things. Um, like, blackberry would probably be pretty good with fennel and fennel seed, but, like, in general, the actual plant fennel, which is very, very licorice Probably, also, not even probably, I have evidence because I've tried it. It's really good uh, with allspice, which is another very licorice one if you overuse it. Not allspice. Is it allspice? Star anise. There we go. Fucking A. Really good with, you know, allspice also. Does kind of, can get kind of licorice But those are very good things. Those are, like, combinations I think sound pretty good that I'd like to try. Um, Blueberry lavender... Because lavender is another one, very sweet. Um, it's kind of like mint in that it's a very clean taste. It's not, a, it can be medicinal if you overuse it. kind of tastes like soap if you overdo it. But, like, I think it'd be good with blueberries. Something very, very tart and a little bitter. Probably cut right through that and be pretty good. Um, like, maybe, maybe lavender and rhubarb. Huh. Lavender and rhubarb. Might try that one too. I bet that'd be pretty good. I think you have to like lavender. Because <laughs> some people don't super like lavender. I do. I make a fucking mean lavender scone. Okay? I should do an episode about scones. Fucking love scones. I think I got distracted earlier when I was talking about doing plum stuff. Because I fucking love plums so much. Did a plum and pineapple sage. Another fun thing to throw out there in the world, if you didn't know, like, herbs that taste like other things <laughs> is really, really fun and good. Like lemon thyme, or there's lemon basil, which is really nice. But there is, um, also there's every flavor of anything ever mint. Chocolate mint's good. Chocolate peppermint's good. There is a difference. Apple mint. I got orange mint this year, which was pretty fucking good. I mean, be careful where you plant that because that shit doesn't die. <laughs> like, if you have anything within 10 feet of whatever or wherever you plant that mint, it will eventually turn to mint. 
is the issue. And it you have to kill it with literal fire. But, like, it's invasive as shit. But it tastes so good. Oh, man. Peaches and chocolate is really good. Strawberries and chocolate. <gasps> okay, listen. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. I don't know if I how I feel about strawberry and mint, but strawberry and chocolate mint. Like, maybe not for a jam. Like, maybe a sauce or like a like to put on something else, like a sauce of some kind. That would probably be pretty heckin' good. I want to try that. I want to try that. We're learning in real time. Y'all, this is exciting. This is exciting. Where was I? Mint. Fucking love mint. Also, bay is another really underrated herb. It's pretty spicy. I mean, it can be. Um, but it's also just very, very, very aromatic. Very nice. I bet it'd probably be pretty good with cherries. I've thought about this a lot. Cherry is very, 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 very tart. Like, you will never overpower a cherry. So if you put something in there that can be, like, mild, like, because bay is very mild. It can be very mild. It's really good with sweet things. Now, listen, okay, I know I said I'm going to bring this back when I eventually do a cobbler episode, but... Like, a rosemary rhubarb... Well, I did a strawberry thyme rosemary and rhubarb because I was feeling extra. Um, cobbler. Throw, like, a brown sugar, like, oat and walnut sort of crumble on top of that bitch. And then make, like, a soft boiled custard to go with it. But do a bay custard. Like, when you're, like, making your custard and stirring it and everything, throw... A couple bay leaves in there with your milk while it's heating up. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. I love it. If, like, maybe throw in a little bit of saffron if you're feeling frisky, but mostly get that bay in there. Sweet, little spicy, very aromatic. It's just great. All of that together, if you're like me and you like very aromatic, herby things, ugh, so good. Back to jam. Back to jam. Where were we? We were cherries. Cherries come in um, so many different varieties. So you could probably put it with basically every herb. Like if you get a very tart cherry, throw in some basil or something. Bet that would be really good. I bet any kind of cherry would be good with thyme because thyme is, as we've established, the superior herb. I bet lavender. I want to try that. Like lavender with anything. I want to try all these things. I bet lavender and like apricot would be good. Love apricot. The flavor of apricots. Not apricots. Like the taste of them. Like if you can cook it down enough, you can't tell that there's all that like fibery shit in there. Perfect perfect and even like apricot would be really good with thyme probably good with lavender i mean it might be it might be too sweet for like just straight up putting like basil or rosemary in it but i bet if you added lemon like something sharp and citrusy in there be pretty good i bet it'd be pretty good with oregano something spicy in there something spicy and earthy because it is a very sweet one kind of like strawberries 
not super bitter. Mm. Like pumpkin butter is pretty versatile. Also in that you can put it with anything that's sweet. <laughs> Any sweet thing you've got, probably good with pumpkin. Obviously spice those bitches up. Maple pumpkin, obviously. Throw apple and pumpkin together. And I'm not even talking... Listen, it's important to note... Oh, keep bumping into shit. It's important to note I'm not saying pumpkin spice. I'm saying pumpkin. Pumpkin spice is good. It has its place. But pumpkin itself is really good. Now hear me out. Pumpkin chorizo pizza. Now you're interested, right? Fucking solid combination. Not pumpkin spiced pumpkin. Not pumpkin pie pumpkin. Straight up big old chunks of roasted fucking pumpkin on your pizza. Don't, or you can like make it into the sauce, but like chunks of pumpkin, a whole bunch of chorizo, and like olive oil. Like you don't want to put like other sauce on there really. And like maybe some cheese if you want. Not a super lot of cheese at the very least. But you really want <laughs> pumpkin and chorizo pizza. It's really good. I haven't made it in so long, but it's so good. So good. Like, easily top three pizza combinations. I mean, I'll grant you my go-to is uh, mushroom, onion, and pineapple. Because, yes, pineapple belongs on pizza. Pineapple belongs on fucking pizza. Fight me. But <laughs> pumpkin chorizo, top three. Second one, probably that flounder pizza I was talking about earlier. Which is a wild-ass thing to do. But I did that a whole bunch of years ago. I did... Listen, I made a fucking seeded rye pizza crust to go with that bitch. And it was the best thing I've ever fucking made. Okay? It was incredible. And then I didn't fucking write down my goddamn recipe for the dough. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. One whole-ass entire idiot who can't write down recipes to save her goddamn life. But whatever. Whatever. We'll do a pizza episode and I'll unpack all of that then. Another thing. Another thing. Another thing. <laughs> the fourth thing, I guess. Just, it's one more thing and a whole list of a lot of things. I haven't done a lot of, like, wine or alcohol in jams and stuff see i tried to say stuff and such at the same time and it didn't work that's the brain i'm working with right here that's what i have to go with fuck like i've done the like bourbon and fig because bourbon i don't like drinking bourbon i don't like bourbon cocktails i like bourbon as like a baking ingredient or like a food ingredient like, I like the burnt brown sugar taste. Um, not when it's got, like, that weird coconut flavor that bourbon typically a lot of it has. Because I fucking hate coconut. As far as I'm concerned, coconut should be on the top of seven layer bars and cooked, like, till it's dark brown and is only texture and not flavor. Because blech. But when you put it with something, like, you bake it into something, you don't get that coconut you get the chef brown sugar 
taste. Anyway, listen, I really like whiskey. I don't like bourbon very specifically. <laughs> I also don't super like rye. Like, give me, give me scotch. Like, give me like a really sweet, very honey scotch, not a smoky scotch. Like, not a peaty, not that peaty shit. That ain't me. That ain't my thing. But a really sweet, like, honey scotch is fuck yeah. Real good. But in coming up with combinations of things, like wine and your jam, like, why haven't I done this? Maybe it's just because I drink a lot of the jam that's put in front of me. But, you know, did I say jam? What the fuck? Because I drink a lot of the wine that's put in front of me. I'm fairly certain I said drink the jam that's put in front of me, but I meant wine. I'm sure I don't have to say this. I'm sure you understand, but... In the, like, in the interest of clarity, I did mean to say wine. A thing I uh, probably, I talked about earlier, um, pear, sage, or no, pear, thyme, and uh, port, sauce, glaze, stuff. I mean, that'd be pretty good as like a, just a thick old glob of jam you can put on some toast. I bet that'd be really good. I bet I could do that. Like cherry and like a spicy wine. Now listen, I know what I like in wine. For the fuck of me, I cannot remember which wines are the things that I like in them. But I know it needs to be a spicy wine with cherries. <laughs> I've got that going. I know that. Do I remember what wines are spicy? Nope. Do I know... Like, I know some wines that I like. Very tart wines, but still pretty sweet. Sweet and tart. That's what I want in a wine for the most part. But, um, spicy would go good with cherry. That'd be a pretty good wine. I think I might put some tequila in that, um, peach and habanero jam I'm gonna make. Just see what happens. I bet it'd be pretty good. Peach tequila, spicy tequila. It's the only way I like tequila. It's kind of like bourbon. I just super don't like tequila. Also, I got very shit-faced on tequila once when I was a whole lot younger. And um, never again. Never again. And then there's like, getting back to my strong feelings about perfume. My, as of as mentioned, favorite perfume company, Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab, has a scent that is um, Lady Macbeth, which is fucking lovely just to smell, but it's like berries, red currants, thyme, and I think a kind of wine, like maybe Bordeaux. I don't want to look it up right now because I'll get very distracted. <laughs> Listen, I have so much of their perfume. It really, really, really just goes to show how bad I am at money. Listen, I have very poor impulse control. It's a problem. I'm working on it. Whatever. I think that combination, I'd like to try that in a jam. You know? Also, I love currants. Currants are really good. Throw that in shit instead of raisins. Fuck yeah. Especially like oatmeal, like some steel cut oats with a bunch of like walnuts and shit. Throw some currants in there. Mmm. Cream on top. Ugh. 
like maple syrup if you're feeling frisky, but you don't really need it. But definitely want that cream in there. Especially like, oh man, if you do like pecans and apples. Oh, love oatmeal. Steel cut oats. Like specifically steel cut oats because it has texture. It's not mush. <laughs> when you get into rolled oats, then I have issues. But listen, me and textures. Mm, I no, I have issues with a lot of textures. In that I like texture, I don't like mush. I don't like mush unless it's in, like super smooth with crunchy. Mildly smooth, like mushy with things that aren't crisp or crunchy. It's just a slightly different mushy texture. No, no, not ever, never, 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 not good. Nope, mm, no thank you, no. But I think those would be pretty good combinations. Those are the ones I have worked out now because to once again, I do just get distracted and drink the wine in front of me. Oh, hey. Now, how about this? Now, how about this? Beer and onion jam. Huh. I miss beer. Like, I've gotten an allergy to hops, which is my favorite kind of beer is really hoppy beer. Mm. So the question would be, is it worth it? I bet it'd be pretty good. Throw that in a grilled cheese. Throw that in a grilled cheese. Listen, I have opinions about grilled cheese. We just have to save this for the grilled cheese episode. Jesus. Anyway, beer and onions. More like onions, am I right? <laughs> Another good thing I think would be to try, um, and I would have to learn, unfortunately, how to actually make jams and jellies. You know what would be really good? Just to do, like, jellies that are cocktails. Or, like, like you know what I mean? Like, do, like, a mint mojito jelly like fucking wild right like you do peach bellini like jelly like you could eat it like you could put it on toast like think about that i'm sure someone has but that would be great like <sighs> like a small part of me wants to do like a sazerac jelly <laughs> Like, who wouldn't want toast with Sazerac jelly on it? Like, I mean, you might not want it, but you'd see that on a menu and be like, well, I guess I'm going to try this. It's like, like deep fried Oreos. Like, you look at that on a menu, it's like, you don't want it, but you want to try it. You know? It's that sort of thing. Also, every flavor of margarita jelly. It makes itself. It doesn't. You have to make it. But, like, the idea is there. The idea is sound. I bet that'd be pretty good. I have a lot of plans. <laughs> a lot of things I need to eventually make. I just have to learn how to actually can stuff and, like, how to actually make jelly because I don't know. I'm very much in the jam port... Sard <laughs> Fuck. I am very much into jams, which is to say, very much into having actual fruit in the mix. Because jellies, a lot of times, is you're using fruit juice, you're doing the liquid of it, you're not using the fruit itself. Which is what I understand the difference is. So that poses some difficulties. <laughs> For me, at least. Because, like, I just like the fruity bits. Listen, like I said, I like having texture. 
And jelly is just like one gooey texture, which is fine. It's good. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't have solid bits in it usually, <laughs> which is what I like. Like I'm going to do here coming up another uh, pear and sage butter stuff, but I might make it chunky this time. Like I might do like a jammy, jammy, jam, jam. How many times can I say jam to describe one fucking thing? We'll see who's keeping count. That was like four or five. Anyway, chunky pear sage stuff. I'm going to do that. Oh, that'd probably be so good on a turkey sandwich. Throw some like other stuff on there. <laughs> Listen, I'm tired. It doesn't say bacon, but like, I don't like bacon because I'm around a lot of people who are on like the keto diet. And listen, there's nothing more disgusting than like, have you baked bacon before? Which is a fine way to cook it. It's quick. You're going to get like oil popping on you a whole lot less. But when you do that with thick cut bacon and you cook it low and slow, what you get is solid pieces of fat. Which is very bad because you can pick up this fat, but the instant you like bite into it, it immediately turns to liquid again. And it is the most fucking disgusting sensation in the entire world. And it's ruined bacon for me. Like, I don't like bacon anymore. I don't like bacon anymore. I'm from fucking Kansas. Like, if anyone found out, they'd disown me. Whatever. The pork industry is bad anyway. So, you know, probably turkey bacon. Turkey bacon on a turkey sandwich. Fuck yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. I should probably stop talking now. <laughs> We've come to the end of the show. I only got off on a couple tangents, and they were mostly on subject, so... You know, we can applaud me. I can applaud me. Listen, I don't applaud me often, but... Today I'm gonna. That was me clapping for myself. I don't do that very often, but, you know... Needs must, right? What was I saying? Right. We're over. We're done. This is the end of episode two of episode 2.2. The second episode two. Whatever. We've done it. We made it. We're at the end. I still don't know how to sign off. That'll do it, folks. That's somebody else's. Shit, that's Sawbones, isn't it? Fuck. The show's over. It's the end of the episode. Follow me on Twitter, at SamFoshoBro. Go there. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs>